Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Just because you have positional power does not give you the authority to be rude to others. I was up early one morning catching a flight down to Southern California, seeing family and visiting and whatnot. And I, you know, it's early, right? You know, it's the area for you and what have you. You get through the airport, you get the security line, it's super long. So I'm sitting there, security line, thinking like, okay, I need to make sure that I have my wallet out, I have my ID, and then once I get through that point, you know, you gotta take the shoes off, take the coat off, take the electronics off the back, all that kind of stuff, right? But every airport does it differently, which you never know. Like some airports are a little bit more stringent. Some they say leave everything in the bag. Some say take everything out the bag, right? So I get to the line and I in the habit of putting everything out. So I take out the laptop, I take out the iPad, you know, I take off the shoes to put the phone and try to separate in different bins. But as I was doing it, you know, you got the TSA agent who is continuing to tell people what to do, you know, put everything on the cart, pushed everything on the line, so on and so forth. And it got to me and I put my stuff on the cart and to get it through the line to go through security. And he said, hey, I don't know when's the last time you traveled, but you got to make sure you got to take everything out of your backpack so that it can go through the x-ray, you know, go through the machine. And again, it's like 4.30 in the morning. So I'm like, whatever, man, I'm not going to talk to you about this. But it made me feel some type of way. It was like, bro, that statement wasn't warranted. Like, I get it. You know, I don't know if he had a hard day or if he had an early morning or if he just saw so many mistakes that he felt that he had to take that particular type of aggression out on me to be rude in that statement in that way. But I was like, you know, you didn't have to do all that. Because again, in my mind, different airports do different things. Not every airport is the same. And you don't know what people are going through. So just being able to provide that level of, I mean, that statement just was unwarranted. Personally, I, I felt some type of way, right? Which led me to write that quote and put that on threads. In the work that I do, I'm often thinking about what the type of power that we have in society. Now, there are eight different types of powers uh, that I will drop a link in the show notes to show you all. But power essentially is the type of influence that you have in society over people through things and whatnot, right? And the eight different types of power that are out there are reverent, coercive, reward, positional, charismatic, moral, formative, expert, right? These different types of powers that we all can use to leverage to help influence and affect the society that we're around. And it's important for us to be individuals who recognize the type of presence that we have, the type of influence that we have, and how we utilize that influence to impact the people around us. Too often, we see leadership as just a title, right? As a position in an organization or in a community. And while that is needs to be debunked and needs to be seen as a perspective, when people sometimes step into a leadership title or leadership position, positional power in uh, an environment, people get a little, you know, sometimes people can take it to their heads, right? They see it as like a, oh, snap, I got the power. I'm going to make this happen or I'm going to influence or will my way to get things done in the way that I see fit because I'm the one wearing the proverbial hat, right? Uh, where you need to do as I say and follow my lead as a leader in this space. And this is a danger for those individuals who do take up a positional power who 
let their egos lead them in the land of detriment, right? And we have to be very, very careful that as we step into positions, positional power, that we're not using it and abusing it, right? That we're not getting it to the point where we think we can walk on water. Uh, and, and there's levels to this, right? Like, you know, yes, the homeboy at, at TSA, I don't know if he felt this level of authority to to say what he wanted to say. But that is like part of the step ladder or part of the journey when it comes to a leader or somebody in a positional power in a particular space. They could, you know, move to a position where they're utilizing it for uh, that, that they can move from being rude to all of a sudden then doing what they want to do or doing something that's a detriment to other people because they feel like they're empowered to do that, right? Nobody checks them to provide that a level of accountability or like ego check or reality check that, hey, you know, that's not how this works. Just because you have that position doesn't mean that you could be rude or that you could be uh, abusive or that you could do whatever it is that you want to do. And unfortunately, we've had a history of individuals who are utilized their position in an abusive way, right? And let's just let's just quickly go through the list. We got Adam Newman, who is the WeWork uh, CEO at the time, who pretty much just blew a whole bunch of money uh, and tried to uh, advance his own network in a way that wasn't great for WeWork. Uh, who else we have on this? Is we have Elizabeth Holmes. She was the CEO of Theranos and pretty much just lied her way to getting more funds and receiving um, the amount of corporate backing or investor backing to uh, put out a product that wasn't even ready for market, right? Uh, we have Harvey Weinstein, which we ain't gonna talk about him. You know, so there's, there's some folks out here who let these positions get to their heads and by doing so creates a toxic environment, creates a unsafe environment for people that they're leading and engaging with. And and ultimately, if, if for leaders in that space uh, could stride, lead an organization down a negative path and, and you know people will leave because of that. So we gotta be careful that if you are a leader that holds a position in an organization, in a community where people see you as the voice, see you as authority figure, see you as somebody who can execute and and has a position of power right a positional power in a space we have to be extra careful that we check the way that we show up in our ego and our mindsets and our perspectives so when it does come time to engage other people or shape culture shape environment we're doing so that is going to support the people around us not our own self-gain our own ego and as leaders who utilize their positions for service they they're not elevating themselves, but they elevate others. But in elevating others, they do elevate themselves. Right. So I just want you all as leaders to recognize that you have a strong position and an influential one in the work that you do and the people that you serve. And we should not take that for granted. And even in our rough days and even in our hard days, we need to be mindful of how we show up in those spaces, because that one moment of rudeness right or one moment of insecurity or one moment of, of of expressing that level of egotistical mindset or thinking that we have all the sway in the world 
could lead to eroding what you've been working so hard to do forever, right? Um, and I don't want that to happen for you. So ways to do that essentially is just to be practice self-awareness of what are the areas where you feel super strong and confident in and what are the areas where if you were triggered, right, that it would turn you, it would transition the way that you think or transition the way that you speak, right? Self-awareness is key in that space. How do you show up? And then when things go wrong or there's chaos, what is your response to that? So when you do approach a situation that is stressful, chaotic, overwhelming, you can pause and say, all right, I'm reaching that threshold. I need to take a step back or reach that threshold. Here's my outlet to make sure that I do not reflect that onto the people that I'm around. Right. And then secondly, some things that you can also work on, too, is having accountability and people that think that you can work with that can be that person for you when you do reach your limit. Right. Who do who knows how you respond and how you react to situations can be like, hey, yo, chill, you know, saying like or uh, what you just said wasn't the greatest. Like we need to take a step back for that. Right. So these types of things can be really helpful to ensure that your support or that your presence is supporting the culture that you want to create and that you're not abusing the power that you have been given to serve yourself and your ego, but to serve other people too. So that's just me thinking out loud. I'm for leaders. I'm for leaders who are creating strong cultures and strong communities. And my trigger <laughs> is when I see people who have been blessed with positions and you know use it for their own personal gain rather than for the success of others and building up a community. Uh, for everybody to thrive. And that's something that I'm working on when I see that around me. And I'm very grateful that I didn't, you know, not that I was going to get in whole boy's face because I didn't want to get TSA jail, but uh, that I utilizing those moments as a little teaching moment for me to ensure that as I'm leading people, I am not also practicing uh, any type of uh, rude behavior, speech, uh, condescending of others, uh, that I'm cognizant of how I show up and support other people and in the same way in relationship to other my peers and other people who are in positional power that they can practice that same level of support as well and and we all can be successful in this way too. So what I'm going to do in the show notes is send y'all a link. I want you to go down to the link and there is going to be a graphic that's going to talk about these types of social power that we all have and embody. And what I want to encourage you all is to do a little bit of self-reflection, reading into those types of social power and identify which social power do you hold dearly, right? Which social power do you have to that you already know of based upon that examples and how you live that out? And what I want to be sure that happens is and you're just aware that these types of social powers are, exist around us. And again, how do we leverage that social power to better our society and, and uplift the people around us and not for our own personal gain? So I want you to tap on that into the into the show notes and let me know what type of social power that you have and how are you utilizing that to better your environment, better the society. Let me know. Get at me at Ray DeMonte on social media platforms and continue to share your story with others. Peace.